0: The Shire Fit Podcast. Thing, <laughs> Not much of a role model yet. <laughs> Sweet. Team, uh, thank you for coming on to another one on our podcast. And today we are lucky enough to have one of our coaching staff members, Coach Ashley Camden. Hello shy Fit, hello Jack. How are you uh, doing? Awesome, thank you, mate. Thank you for coming on today. No problem. Well, Ash has been with the coaching team uh, for what, like uh, a, year, a year, two years two now? Years, about two years now. Nearly yeah. two years, guys. Up to <laughs> I'll tell you what, it feels like a lot more, <laughs> <laughs> don't
1: you think? Give you more stress than i Oh, I'll you tell know. you
0: what, mate. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have been stressed. Laugh. <laughs> Yes, the same time. definitely. Last well, um, today what we're going to talk about is Ash's co- like experience of starting off as a member, going through a, becoming a coach, and then starting to like learn and build all his experience as he started to coach on the gym floor, and, and I hopefully might give you guys as members either the train at the at Shire Fit, coaches that are looking to get into coach uh, coaching, gym owners that are looking to hire people in the team, some of the things that went through Ash's head and how he sort of learned as he we went from the start um now we've had a few of our coaching team on every time they've come on we've given them a few questions to answer those, yeah um no i thought we'd go for a slightly different way this time so i'm not going to ask you questions but oh. we're going to do word association oh and I, you, you, we've done this before guys and if you oh. look on youtube you'll see a video of coach ash on our youtube page oh. and check it out as well our youtube page and make sure you subscribe because we're putting more content on there quite uh, at the minute and My
1: mind is going to go
0: blank. I'm going to say a word. All you need to say is a word that comes to your head straight away. <laughs> the only thing, like I said before, is you're not allowed to swear. Okay?
1: Oh. Right, you ready? Oh, well, this is all going to go down now.
0: Okay, here we go. First one. Shire fit. Community. Football. The best. Thrusters. Hate them. Nutrition.
1: Pizza. Fitness. Beer. Ashley Camden. Pizza <laughs> and Pizza and beer. <laughs> Coach, um, uh, fun, coffee, flat white or nothing,
0: and the future, worldwide. Okay, fantastic. A lot of that didn't make sense. Which, if I'm honest, yeah, it, it, still it, better it, than yeah. fire. Yeah, it's better than dancing fire. fire. But if I'm honest, uh, yeah, that's a quite a good representation of Coach Ash. <laughs> Um, so yeah. first off, obviously you joined as a member. Um, yeah. What was the reason you wanted to get in to do something like what we were doing? And back then we were CrossFit fans, So what was your
1: reasoning for coming in and getting involved? So the the first time I heard about it, and I will get bounced for this because I always do, is I heard about it when I was in Marines basic training. Some of the two of the more fitter lads that were in the troop both raved on about CrossFit massively. So. It was something I was interested in straight away and because I wasn't one of the fittest lads in there and I knew I was leaving, I wanted to try and get back in. I wanted to be a lot fitter when I went back in. So as soon as I come home, I tried to, look, tried to look for CrossFit gyms and I don't know what I searched for, but I couldn't find anything anywhere near. It was only Unit 22 that actually popped up. Yeah. Um, until, because I was working at Bush Border in the same industrial stage, uh, CrossFit is my fancy at the time, um, Anna actually posted about it and I saw it on there. And I was like, CrossFit gym right next to me. What have i have been looking for? How have I not seen this? So I went in that day, walked in. Jack was asleep. Classic. So <laughs> saw, saw those big ears looking at me. Yeah. I thought, this is the place for me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I actually remember when you come in as well. It has been a long day. Yeah, a yeah, long day week. Was, yeah. Um, yeah, so... I think I think probably just to explain your situation there. Yeah. You went into marine basic training, wanted to c- become a Royal Marine commando, and yep. you am I right, saying you had an eardrum issue, didn't you? Yeah,
1: perforated eardrum for about eight years. That I didn't know about.
0: Yeah, and it caused you some uh, caused you an issue, which meant that you obviously couldn't continue training. Nope. Um, and you did actually look at wanting to go back in, didn't you? Yeah, so you I recommend.
1: had the surgery and everything to fix it. Yeah. Um, went for a medical and. One of the main, main reasons we could shy fit as well was obviously I knew about your experience in it. And one thing I was terrible at in training was rope climbs. Okay, yeah. And because anyone who's done got the tendonitis before after rope climbs will yeah. know you could not do any washing anything because you could not grip anything. So yeah. I was like, this guy can teach me rope climbs. And that was one of the main reasons. Oh, yeah, I should I be asking about that yeah. when you come in as well. But yeah, what about it is like, yeah, 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 yeah. about yeah. Yeah. rope climbs. Yeah. But um, yeah, um, what's the question again? <laughs>
0: No, just uh, I was just getting like just so yeah. the the guys listened to you and understood that you obviously wanted to go back in, but your idea of using yeah, using training, yeah. Was because you want to try and improve your fitness yeah, and some everything. speciality skills like rope climbing, so yeah. you could go back into the Marines and do that. Recently, yeah. um, and we've done, we've had so many people in the armed forces or training for the armed forces come through a gym. It's been really satisfying um seeing them go through actually and, and, yeah. and get through. Mm-hmm. We've had a few members that have been up to the start like Gaz Smith, who's now now in the Marines and he's doing ever so well. Yeah. But yeah. Um. So for so for you then, once you've done that phase, you got into. Becoming like one of the members because you realised then that because yeah. of your your eardrum issues that you couldn't go and join the Marines. So yeah. I think you pretty much at that moment suddenly become quite a big, large, and anyone that knows Ashley knows he has a large personality. What, you're um, say something else then? No, <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> and, uh, um, and you got involved with the community aspect yeah. straight away at the gym, and I remember thinking like you, you just brought such a good positive vibe yeah. to the gym straight away the moment you at the moment there. Well,
1: I've always I've always been like it because I used to be. Quite an angry kid, and then it just got to be like to the point where I was like, What am I getting angry for? All it does is make things worse. Like, yeah. I remember, uh, like, nobody would think of it now with how me and my brother were, but me and my brother, he was saying, when we We're younger, we used to scrap all the time. Like, I have like, get battered, but we used to scrap all the time, and we both just literally got to the point of like, Why do we even bother yeah. like, worrying? And then, yeah, I've been this person that everyone hates ever since. Yeah, yeah, I uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Um so
0: yeah you're right and what happened because of that is that you obviously won some awards uh at the Christmas dude didn't you and what did you I win
1: Archbishop of Banterbury. it's one of the
0: prestige awards at Shire Fitz so each year we do like awards there, and they get awarded at the Christmas party but in the lead up to that we get all the members to vote yeah. and we've got like member of the year most improved um, like this new one we brought out last year which was the spirit of Shire Fitz so award like, that um, and then obviously probably the, the, the highest value award which is the Archbishop of Banterbury, <laughs> um, which is the person that brings in the most banter into the group and we always have a lot of people working very hard to try and win that award each year but you won that and I think you won it by quite a clear mile that year. Um I remember we got to a point where I had coached and he'd been with yeah. me for about two, two and a half months. Yeah, yeah, And the gym had grown relatively rapidly and I was like, okay. And it was the first step for me where I'd been... Uh, I felt a little bit more, sec- more secure about bringing someone to the team So I've done it once before then. Ed had come in and two months into it, we were actually okay and we were surviving and we were doing well. And it gave me a bit more confidence to say, actually, we can grow the team. Yeah. Um, and I definitely realised then at that point that it didn't matter in terms of experience and people we wanted to bring into team, what we needed to was bring, bring people that brought good energy into the gym and uh, and probably wanted it for the right reasons. And that's why I remember I had a chat with you, didn't yeah, I? Yeah, that was
1: the, like, after failed my medical to go back yeah. into the Marines.
0: When was that? Was that in December, was it? Was that January?
1: Um, I don't remember. I think it might have been before December. Yeah, I think it was, yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, I remember I failed the re-medical. Re- I remember telling you about it, and then the next day, that's where... You took me you took me away and asked me to become a coach and I was like there can be more perfect timing because I was pretty down about it. Yeah. I spent a good half good part of two and a half years trying to get into the Marines. So like obviously all that time wasted is a bit of a bit of a kick in the teeth, but to get that straight away it was just exactly what I needed at the time. Yeah. So it was like, yeah, it was good timing on it.
0: Yeah, I remember I said I I sort of spoke to Ash and said, Right, I want you to um, I've got this opportunity if you want it it's there for you to mm-hmm. have but you need to show me you want to have it and I remember mm-hmm. after that you are in every evening when you are revising your CrossFit Level 1 document and yeah, asking questions the was, yeah. like I
1: the coaching and everything yeah that yeah. Yeah, was
0: good and that's definitely something that put like it's a reminder to me about the kind of person we want it's someone that really wants it and yeah. has a desire to work hard to get into and all like this because I think to do this job as well you have to be so passionate like yeah, it uh, obviously people look at it from the outside and I think it, it is an awesome opportunity yeah. to have but if you're not passionate about it, you, you can't do it very well. You've got
1: to be passionate about doing the stuff outside of coaching. Yeah, that's it as well because there's people think it's just coaching, but there's so much more to it. Okay, and you've got to be happy like doing the work on the outs. Like, let's say if you're on the evening shift doing the work in the morning, if you're on the morning shift doing the work in the evening, yeah, and obviously, I think having the right balance, but you've got to be happy to do that extra work because it's what's needed. So, if you didn't yeah. love it. It will just it will eat
0: at you. Oh, definitely, you're right. It's a team that keeps a boat afloat yeah. um, in terms of what we're doing. Keep um, doing yeah, you can save that one for, for <laughs> the next board tour you take. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so you got into it. You, you went and did you level one? Did you? Mm-hmm. Um, where did you do that? Uh, Cardiff. Awesome, and then uh, and then after that we sort of just slowly uh, integrated. You into the board talk and i uh, doing taking the classes, and one of my yep. favourite moments is Ash's got a lot of confidence, <laughs> and uh, and I've known I've taken lots, yeah, and I've <laughs> taken, I've <laughs> taken lots of people like at different gyms and helped them with their preparation to become a coach or gone in there help them be better at being a coach. And I always remember the big thing was like, oh, like the board talk was that people would feel really nervous going for the board. And it is a horrible, horrible experience. And I and I completely understand. And I remember speaking to Ash before and he was like... Um, his words are pretty much. I don't know if I got it right, but pretty much like, ah, oh, no, mate, I'll be fine. And things like, ah, it doesn't affect me at all. Getting I in front was of fine people. until I got in front of the and board then, and saw
1: thirty pairs of eyes. Yes,
0: anyway. and I remember, <laughs> I remember the moment he walked in front of the board. I could see he was holding on to. I can't remember holding he on to, but I remember his hand was shaking, and I remember that feel that moment too well.
1: I think it was probably a world record for how quick
0: the board tour went. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But obviously it's completely changed now where you'll feel confident in environment yeah. and your personality comes out. Um, and I know the members uh, love you for your energy that you bring into classes and you make it all about being positive and getting after it. And you definitely see members really wanting to work hard whenever you're there, which is awesome. So you've gone through that, but what was your experience of like, maybe like doing your level one, getting into coaching, becoming part of the gym? What, what was your like? What do you think now when you look back?
1: Uh, I think uh, like it worked really well for me for having like doing the job I did during the day, and then working at night because it allowed me. Obviously, I had to still get a living then mm. uh, and still get sort of money. So I do that for the day doing the scaffolding, and then coming in at night. I train at five, and it worked well till morning. And I'm um, I learn through watching stuff. I can I'm not really one of these people. Like I said to you before, like books and that. I struggle with nothing really sits in. But if <laughs> I watch it, it does sink in quite well. So just being able to sit there watch people take classes, what they look for, uh, had you and Ed showing me different things with movements. And it's just what helped me to get a base of understanding for when I started taking classes. Mm. And as well as um, doing the theory. So especially when I started going for my level one, doing the theory side of that, because obviously, like I said, I struggled with that. Yeah. So having you and Ed there was a massive, massive help to work through that and just get through that level one. For coming and doing like the fun stuff learning
0: as well. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember it's quite good having Ed there because obviously Ed had literally just started as well. Yeah. He'd been through exactly the same process, yeah. literally like eight to tw- 12 weeks before that. Yeah, and there's one um, man
1: that loves learning from books. It oh, he said, yeah, definitely.
0: <laughs> and um, yeah, so you you got to go through that. And I know I I knew the theory bit was the hard stuff for you, yeah. but you went through it really really well um, and picked up all the things. I think for you, you're one of those learners that, if you, if you understand something and you can apply it, Massive, and you'll get it, right? Massively. Where, you know, we can talk about lots of things that we talked about in the podcast already, but like energy systems and things, if if you physically see it happen, it's in there now, isn't yeah. it? And you just remember it. Yes. Um, and then probably for you then, what was it like, We obviously, you started doing your learning, you got level one, and then you literally were straight in full time with the team. Um, what was your experience of doing that in terms of jumping into the team, working, like taking the classes, becoming part of like uh, a team and working together to try and progress the gym. What, what was your experience of
1: that? It's like, scary like, at first, because it's like, I remember, and I know, speaking to some coaches, I had it first, like, I remember when, obviously when we do Olympic weightlifting, you're out in front and you've got to show people how to do it, mm-hmm. and I remember absolutely pulling my pants going yeah. into the first one not really knowing how to do the movement much myself. Yeah. And I'm about to coach fifteen people to do it. So I remember being like I like I remember learning it, practicing it before the class and then getting out in front of them and just going blank. Yeah. Absolutely blank. And you do that a few times. So like I'd just stumble on my words and everything like that all the time. And but it's where you learn. Like you gotta do that hard you gotta do that hard stuff and embarrass yourself a few times. Yeah. And that's how that's how you learn, like Good quote that I like, back at you is uh, you never lose. You either win or you learn. That's a good one. Bang, yeah. That's a great international so quote. Every time yeah. i failed, i would just be like, you just learn from it. We you talked about that it. in the Mindset Podcast yeah.
0: with Ben, where we said, like, actually changing well, your yeah, thought you pattern. That, yeah, um, yeah. On what failure is, and yeah. just realizing it's not the end of the world. But yeah, you're right. You've and got to put yourself outside normal. that comfort zone, haven't you? Yeah, and absolutely. And that's something um, I've always tried to do. With a lot of the coaches, all of them, will tell you I've got, I've put them in situations that haven't been comfortable for them. But yeah. that is where you do learn, and it, yeah. you have to. You, I think all the coaching team have had it now, where you have to let them loose and let them do the work. Yeah, let them make mistakes. Uh, and build that experience and learn from them I rather think. than being sort of mollycoddled too much. Yeah, and you remember, yourself out there. Yeah, for you. And, you know, yours was all about learning that theory and you learnt it and then it was all about, like, using your personality mm. and being able to produce and give that theory out to everyone yeah. out really clearly. But, um, like I said, you can now... look. I, I, I sort of wish that we had videos of all our coaches yeah, yeah, coaching yeah. first and what they do now and see it's a different. difference and, and see how much you've improved because it's, it's crazy, crazy amount yeah. you've improved. What about... Um, just becoming part of the team then, in terms of working and seeing where we were going. Because when you come in, we were cross East Northants. Yeah. We had, I think we we had the old reception still. We were just about to change it relatively yes. closely into yeah. the new one. Mm-hmm. Um, we probably didn't have a lot of the structure in place that we had now. Um, it was pretty much a bit like a, it was a, the business was smaller than what it is now. So, yeah. what was your experience of all that stuff?
1: Well, it's like. Sort of finding my place. Yeah. Like I didn't know, because obviously I'm new to coaching and new to this sort of business. I've never been in the fitness industry before. So it was learning um, how I could like apply my skills and what I was good at that I could bring to the team. And obviously that was just like, um, it would just take time. Mm. So learning what I was good at and what I could help the team where I wasn't so good at and the team could help me with it as well. So we yeah. can help each other improve all the time as well. And yeah. apply that into the coaching, coaching methods as well. Yeah, but so that was that was my biggest thing, like learning through as we went through as a team.
0: Yeah, yeah I agree. In terms of working as a team, you have got to use each other's strengths. I mean, to form really well. Um, I think what you did really well with coming into the team is that you had a really good sporting background. Yeah, and you've been working in sports teams lots. You'd seen the dynamic of it, and yes. you brought that into the team in terms of way we all communicated, work for each other.
1: And that's the biggest difference I've seen as well. Because you go into any workplace, and there'll be like massive things about people working together and all this kind of stuff, but it's, it doesn't happen. People are always trying to, like, look after number one, yeah, and that's what I never liked about any other place that I worked. It was like, they're trying to work as a team, but they're, they're just looking after themselves, so it never never worked, ever worked. And that's what I loved about coming to join this team, is that you are, like, because I stopped playing football when I started coaching as well, so I didn't have that team aspect in anything. yeah. And that's what it brought back to me, is, like, you do things outside the gym together and you have a laugh together, and actually help each other and that's what the stuff i love i I don't think i could ever do like an individual sport because i just don't enjoy it as much yeah i like doing everything as a team so it's what helped me massively
0: and uh obviously that's all that team stuff and then what about actually getting on that gym floor and experiencing being on the gym floor starting to coach individuals uh improve your own knowledge Mm -hmm. see people achieve things see people like not achieve things like how how when you first jumped into let's say the first few months yeah. and your experience of that what was how did that feel for you what were you walking away each day thinking?
1: Um, it's weird because it gave me just like it's, it sounds weird but like a a love for looking at movement yeah and thinking like why do they move like that and it just it was something new and very interesting for me because like you'll see someone who I don't know they're walking and one shoulder is lower than the other and it's like how has it happened? Like what they do for a living and watching them walk. And you can understand what sort of job people do, like just from how they walk. I remember you showed me a few things, like you can tell so much about a person just from their normal walk, like how, uh, what they do with their ankles, their knees, everything like that. And just getting like an understanding for movement and what, li- looking at different movements and how I can prove it. And just all different things like that. It's just generally like, I just w- love watching movement now and seeing like why people do different things and how, different everyone is and how they do every movement yeah and that's what that's what i found like a love for that yeah and that's thought that's what i carry on to this day as well yeah, yeah. It, it,
0: you're right and i think that I, for, for me coaching yeah when i first started coaching my realization was i was like wow the body's way more complex yeah. than i ever thought it was i'd been doing a lot of this like training mm. but for me i had no comprehension i had no idea yeah of how it affected others yeah. and differences people had and how personality types and emotions affect their training and it's what like that their thing, jobs are. Yeah,
1: it's that thing as well. It's like you want everyone to move perfectly. Like if you were to put a squat into like a movement dictionary yeah. as a way that you want to be and like you think at first you want everyone to be in that position. Yeah. But like you could actually injure someone doing that. So it's noticing that everyone will be different the way they squat and realising that. And that's the kind of stuff I loved, is finding that, that sort of thing out as well and like making mistakes to find that out as well. Yeah. That was a big one.
0: What What are your favourite things then about coaching? What are the things that give you sort of uh, a buzz, as it were, or make you walk away? Because I've definitely got mine. But what, what are your things that when you walk out of sessions and think like, yes?
1: I love meeting new people. So yeah. that is probably my biggest thing is especially because obviously everyone's in their own sort of age groups and do certain different things. So meeting people that if I didn't have the gym, I would not even come close to meeting before. So like older members, younger members, everything, like I would not meet them if I didn't have the gym. So the amount of people I've met for it is ridiculous. And I love that aspect as well, because I love meeting new people. So it's interesting to find out about other people's lives. So it's one thing I've loved about it. Um, and doing something you want to do every day there's nothing more there's nothing I don't understand more than someone coming and moaning about their job every day. And it's like when you can do something about it and you can sort of understand with finances or anything like that, but like if you don't like it, you're not gonna to want to do it. So finding something that I love doing every day was is the main thing I love about coaching because I do just love it. It's yeah. the best job in the world. Um I love the fact that I can eat and drink as much as I want, and then still stay relatively <laughs> <laughs> fit. I knew mean, that was really one of your answers. Yeah.
0: So that's that's actually for you actually doing,
1: doing yeah, your training, do, yeah. right? Yes. Well, and like doing... understanding my own movement as well. So yeah. I could look at how I can improve myself, and where I used to hurt my back quite a bit, understanding why that was, and yeah, looking to improve that, and I can apply to other members as well. So that's what, and then the beer is just. The cherry on
0: top. Yeah, that is true. But I think actually the, the the way you are with that, I think it does correlate well to members as well. Yeah, yeah. I think sometimes the fitness industry can have all these guys that are super strict <laughs> can do everything are and you, you know the rest of the shy thing yeah, <laughs> except for me probably good looking yeah you know yeah. um but but yeah you're right you are actually in that in that position where people can actually compare themselves yeah. and understand your story and what you do. Yeah. I think that just gives you another asset as a coach. Yeah, as exactly. in yeah you enjoy having some balance in life and not being too strict. You want to go out with some drinks. Yeah. sometimes too many. Never, um, never. you want there's to, no such thing as, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um you, you know you you. although you are you have actually been very very good with eating, which I don't think people appreciate yeah. or see as much but you have but it's only because you always highlight when you eat bad that's the problem <laughs> True, yeah. but no but it, it makes people understand that actually you know life is real it's not yeah. this whole like you don't have to fit this perfect yeah. image but you're right um, that it, and sometimes it's about balance if you didn't
1: enjoy yourself and like one thing I do is I love drinking beer and I love Pizza. So Is pizza, your favourite. I'd say pizza definitely up there, yeah. as well as twenty chicken nuggets when I'm hungover. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And but,
0: what about obviously you've been you've been pretty strict to your nutrition, yeah, haven't you? Yeah, what, what?
1: So I've, I've changed it a little bit. Is when we done that, we did a nutrition seminar. Yeah. Um, and it did open my eyes a little bit, and there was a point where I was just like, just give it a go. Yeah. See what it's like. So I started tracking it. Um, I tracked it for about a month and then you sort of get a gist of it. Yeah. So I've done it like that and I've just sort of kept to it as well as um, I started because I wanted one of the things that i was quite powerful as an athlete but I didn't have a very good light like, aerobic system. Yeah. So I started doing a lot of training on that looking into research on it and so I just did a few extra Extra few workouts, like long endurance-based ones, so that that's helped as well. Awesome. But the looking into the nutrition side, it's definitely it's it made a difference. Out, yeah, massively. So you can see it, in you like, yeah, like gymnastics and everything like that. It's definitely made a difference as well. It does make you feel better. It's, sometimes, sometimes people underestimate what it, how good it does make you feel, and. I, I think it's also you're right
0: about how bad eating, bad can make you feel. Yeah, yeah. It's for me, like, sugars and things, yeah. like, absolutely cripple me sometimes, make like you feel
1: tired. It makes you and... feel good for about half an hour, and then yeah. it, you go way below what you were to begin with, so yeah. is that definitely is a massive one, and I do, de- like, when you when I changed my diet, I could see the difference there. Yeah. I was more awake more than anything, so I used to get quite tired, A and people probably don't realise, but I would get quite tired, and... Changing diet has given me way more energy for a lot longer now. Yeah, so definitely one
0: thing that's helped me. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I can definitely see the difference in you in terms yeah. of your performance, your, the way you look. Um, you're not falling asleep in the afternoons when I'm talking to you anymore. So not yeah, anything to do. With <laughs> <laughs> um, so one thing you've definitely done very, very, very well coming into the team is I think you've brought in um, and you've definitely helped mould the so so sorry the social culture. Yeah. Of the gym in terms of the way the way you always communicate with everybody that walks through the door, the way you're already positive, mm-hmm. you know, you're you're, a, you're one of those people who walks into a room and you will command it in terms of jokes, energy, yeah. positivity, those different things. Um, what's been your experience of jumping, in, jumping into the gym with that kind of thing? Because the way we run things and do things is probably a little bit different to normal yeah. commercial gym like you've been to in the
1: past. Yeah, hundred um, percent. But one thing is not really something I've thought about before, till people like point it out to me, because it's just something I've always done. Like I like, speak, like I said before, I like speaking to people, and I've always been a bit of a joker person. So it's something that just quite quite natural to me. And it's the hardest thing with coaching, like we said before, was actually I remember you saying like, I have to rein it in, because I would want to joke too much yeah. and not concentrate too much on the coaching side, which is very easy to do for someone like myself. Well, you're all um, about
0: feeding off atmosphere and yeah, energy, right? And I think, massively. yeah, you've got to find the right line, and, yeah. and like you've got to use like your personality to advantage. You're very funny. You're loud. Yeah. You, you, you know, you're you're going to be bubbly, and you're going to give out that energy. But there's also that line where yeah, you also need to command a room where people, <laughs> when you want people to listen to you, and especially because you got to that point where you felt, I'm not able to give people yeah, information no control. No control, uh, because yeah. you hadn't had that control. But I, I remember we sat down and discussed it, how we can change it, and it only took a few weeks, and you actually saw a massive difference, and you're actually able to really, really help people the on the f- coaching floor. feedback
1: I got as well was massive for me. So okay. lo- loads of members would actually say that as well, like yeah. how much difference it was, and how much better the coaching was for it as well. Yeah. And I think it's that thing that's like when I was joking around loads, when I was talking, nobody really listened because yeah. they just want the jokes. Yeah. And then once I changed it up, when it was time to listen, talking for a movement or workout, anything like that, people would be listening, engaged, and then the joking just comes on the side. It just, yeah. that's the natural side of it. So that change made a massive difference. Yeah. I saw there.
0: a huge difference. I was really impressed. So um, with, uh, with all of this stuff going on at the minute, there's obviously, you see the, the gym has grown quite a bit since you've come into the team. Mm-hmm. So we've gone for we added another two members of staff in at that location. Um, we've made a lot of changes at the gym uh, over at Wellingborough. We've added more equipment, we've rebuilt the reception. Um, we're doing a lot of back-end things now and trying to make everything better, whether it be adding in things like these apps that allow you to track your training and all these different bits of information and then obviously we've opened this second location now and we're growing this and both are growing at the same time now. Um, What do you view as like your future? This is definitely a question I ask you all the time. and I ask all the team all the time, but it'd probably be quite interesting for uh, future coaches gym managers, yeah. uh, members to hear about what your view is and direction you'd like to take. Because I think one of the big things I noticed in the fitness industry was that there's no progression for coaches. Yeah. So there'd be a lot of part-time CrossFit coaches, but there's no physical progression for them to
1: improve. I think that's a massive problem in, like, I've spoke to so many PTs and that's the biggest problem for a PT is that you're a PT and then you don't really go much further. Hmm. So I think that's where, and you see so many PTs that go out of the fitness industry as well because yeah. of it. And it's such a shame because it's definitely something they love when they're in it. And, but because there's no progression, their finances don't improve and everything like that. And it's just how they come out of it. It's such, it is such a shame. But in terms of my own one in this one, I've been, quite, I've been very lucky to come in early. So like my improvement as a coach has been able to go quite in very early development as well which has helped me, it's going to help me in the long run We we start to grow more and everything like that. And my, I've always written down like the future, I would love, my number one priority would love to be like coach development because I, I love helping people. So like whether that be in, like recruitment and bringing coaches in, coaches we've got now, we're looking to improve them and how we can improve them, keep doing that because you can't just uh, go, you can't just stay stale and just stay as a normal coach, we've always got to look to improve. So I'd love to do stuff like that as well as probably become an affiliate manager somewhere as well. Yep. I think I'd love to have my own team and look to grow them, grow the community that we've got because it is so unique. So. To take that as far as we can that'd be something I'd definitely
0: interesting as well yeah to um, take that next step of a responsibility yeah, right yeah, yeah and absolutely. I think um and that's an awesome thing to have and to aspire towards and yeah. as yeah. I think all the team has seen every time we get an opportunity arise we usually grab it and go for it and uh, there's and there's been lots coming up and there's hopefully as we all continue to work hard there'll be more in the future as well yeah. um I suppose the final thing for us to finish off on is we had a few questions on Instagram <laughs> If you, uh, we put a, uh, also keep track tracking our Instagram at Shire underscore fit because we will put out in like information. We'll ask you for your opinions and we definitely want to try and put podcasts out that hopefully you can have relevance to. But um, yeah, so our questions that we have had. (laughs) Uh, So we had um, Miss underscore Drake Fliss asked if there's one more motivational quote to define your class what would it be? And I think you've done a bit of
1: research for this <laughs> one. Yeah, me and Jack researched once, we found an absolute beauty. That was perfect for okay, me. Okay, yeah, go on. So it is. Life is too short to be serious all the time. So if you can't laugh at yourself, call me and I'll laugh at you. <laughs> <That's> a, that, <laughs> that is, <laughs> is my true. classes to that, is, that is you all over, I think, yeah. <laughs> um, Austin, here
0: we go. Austin, 750750. 750. Uh, yeah. Rob asked,
1: best at moment as a coach so far for you? Um, it was hard to choose one moment because every time someone does well, no matter how small it is, that is what I love and that is what I love about being a coach. But I'd say my favourite moment must have is when the very first time someone done something wrong, like dropped a barbell and everyone knows how much we hate that. And the very first time I made someone try and do a burpee punishment and they did it without arguing back. And I just felt <laughs> so much power. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah I, hear you, yeah, I hear you.
1: And I was like, yes, this is for me. That's the power got to you at like that <laughs> moment <laughs> there, didn't it? <laughs> um, yeah,
0: there's so many moments as well yeah, it's, that happened. So
1: like I know you picked out you picked out one because you've got a picture of it, and it sticks in the head.
0: Yeah, yeah, mine was um and I don't know if Kaz listens to this, but Kazza is one of our members and she'd been doing this style of training, crossfit, functional fitness for so much, such a long time and then there was, uh, during the open, she managed to get a bowel muscle up, and yeah. someone got a picture of it, and I just remember like, the energy in that room when she got it, and just seeing her face. Like for me, mm. uh, what gives me a buzz, Like gives me a buzz, no matter who they are, yeah. no matter what they're trying to do, when they feel like they've achieved something, because you can see it, when they feel like they've achieved something, and they feel proud of themselves, um, if I've had a little influence on that, even if it is I've just told them to change their grip slightly or yes. I've told them something, for me, that that's what like feeds my fire and makes me think, yeah, that is amazing. And now also seeing you guys do that and watching one of your classes and seeing you give people things that they're improving and yes. they can see it, like that's huge for me now. it has been my next step is actually seeing you guys do
1: those things. Get way more of a buzz from helping someone else PV than us ourselves.
0: Oh yeah, like, yeah,
1: yeah. If I PV, like it's good, but the difference in watching someone else PV is
0: massive. Yes, I I said i never thought about that. That's yeah. so true. Yeah. So, any, uh, if you had like any, just a few tips, maybe for someone that was, uh, is maybe a new CrossFit coach or getting into CrossFit or, or, or maybe even looking to become a coach. Yeah. What would you tell them?
1: Uh, main thing: just put yourself out there. Put yourself in um, uncomfortable situations. So if you don't like say so you don't normally like start speaking to a certain member or a certain type of person, just try it. Yeah. Like always put yourself out there and try different things. If you don't like being a joker of a class or anything, just try having a few jokes. Like you don't know it might be something that you're actually naturally quite good at. Yeah. So don't always just like hide away. Just get out there, try different things and yeah, just give it a go. Awesome. Yeah.
0: And obviously you're now like edging on nearly a thousand classes that you've taken or a thousand coaching hours. Please. What um what would be your obviously and you've had a lot of new members come through those classes and you've you've built new members up from where they are to where they are now. Yep. Uh, what what would be your tip for people either wanting to get in get into this or yeah. trying something like this, which is sometimes quite different for other yes. people?
1: Oh it's massively different, but like something I didn't say before, like the social aspect, that is such a big part for me. So that was one of the main reasons I came in. Like I just love the social side of it. Like, biggest buzz I get is, like, how friendships are formed from the gym. Like, people doing that, watching people do stuff outside the gym is, I love that. Because without the gym, they would have never seen each other, spoke to each other, anything. But they're formed friendships in the gym, and they do stuff outside of it. And it's amazing to see. And it's, like, the way you can, it can change your life, like, doing it. It's, like, to sound a bit cringy, like, it can literally change your life. Like, meeting new people and getting fitter and happier and everything like that is you just got to give it a go. The first class is always the hardest. After that, it's so much easier. So mm. it's like the thing where people say they're not fit enough to do it, that is not a thing because that is what we're here to do is to help you through it and like scale appropriately, but make you feel happy during that session. And like if you stick to it, it can literally like change your life. So it's definitely worth giving it a go. Even if you don't like it, you can leave it, but give it a go because it could be the best thing you've done.
0: Mate, love it. What a way to end the podcast mate, as well. That was, right. very, that was very good, mate. Very yeah. good. Um, Who knew I could be cute? Oh, I know. I see it every day. Yeah, I <laughs> know. Thank you very much for coming on, mate. I appreciate no you obviously uh, staying behind and doing some podcast work with us. But guys, uh, we're still going to keep putting out podcasts every week and different bits of information for you. But the most important thing is, guys, that you keep feeding back to us on things that you would like to hear about, even if it's something specific you'd like to learn about that we can talk a little bit more in depth about, it might be something you want us to see us do, just let us know. And you can contact us on our email, which is team at Shire.fit. You can message us on any of our social channels. um, And guys, we'll keep putting out questions. So awesome. Thank you very much, mate. And uh, we'll speak to you all next week.
1: Love you all.